Hello there and welcome to another episode of Hey Mama. We're doing a little bit of a different spin today. I've got previous guest back, Amanda Lofkus. And I want to welcome you first, Amanda. Welcome back. But you've got some a really cool and interesting topic that I feel and you feel should be out there, uh, especially because there are other women going through the same thing. And it will help them not feel so alone. It'll help them um, laugh some things off, hopefully. And, you know, might even learn some things as well. So, yeah, welcome again, Amanda. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited, actually, to talk about this topic yeah it's, i mean we've laughed a lot about it already so hopefully everybody else will feel the same way yeah yes absolutely so um you're on this show today because if you haven't caught the previous podcast that we did together you told you talked about your career um you talked about being a four single mum as a widower got one girl you've talked about teenage years with your girl all that kind of thing and, and renovating and yeah if you've missed it please go back and watch it but you are now single in your 40s and you are out there dating so tell me a little bit about or tell us a little bit about what it's like to be in your 40s a single mum and dating. So the first word that comes to mind is horrific. <laughs> it's horrific, especially when you haven't chosen it. So there's so many of us in this situation and you wake up in your mid-40s, you've been in a marriage coma for a long time, that's what I like to call it. So you've been, you know, asleep in this relationship and the whole world's changed. There's now internet dating and there's different ways of doing things and the last time I was dating was when I was 20 like in my 20s before the I met my husband. dating was no like no social media none no tinder no any of that it was just basically you meet someone somewhere at the pub, <laughs> right? <laughs> or supermarket I don't know how anyone would ever meet someone at the supermarket so keen to hear if anyone has ever managed that um, my parents met at the supermarket really yeah no way oh my mum was the checkout chick and my my dad went in there because he knew and see that's another thing too you would know somebody that knew them then that's how you meet so he knew her brother and then spotted her in the checkout chick and was like oh, wow <laughs> That is a cute story. Would that happen now? That's a funny thing, right? Yeah, like would, so, do, would you think that someone's a creepo if you're working at Woolworths or something like that and then they come and try and chat you up? Would it? Would that be now creepy? But it's not creepy to be online. Depends on what they're buying, right? <laughs> Could be super creepy. Um, but it's kind of weird, right? So everything's changed. And when you're in your 20s, you're hot. Your boobs are where they're meant to be. You could wear halter neck. I used to wear halter neck tops and white Love pants, it. you know, glitter everywhere. Ah. I, I was super hot and I had no idea my, of my hotness. So Don't we all, we look back and go, far out. Far out I was hot. Was Did hot. I not know I that? Know I should that. have done a hundred nude photos, you know, and then you get to yes. 40 something and you're like, what? I've got to date someone. I've got to get naked in front of someone I don't know. Like I've got to kiss someone do I remember what to do and I'm sure there's a many women that would relate to that they'll be like oh I don't know if it works still like what am I gonna do <laughs> does so it still, does yeah. it still happen down there like does does it still happen exactly will work. someone like me will I like them will we laugh about stuff if I go on a date what am I going to talk about 
um, what am I going to wear? Yep. And you're surrounded by married people generally when you're in your 40s as well. All your friends are married and they don't get it. You know, you're talking to them and they're like, oh, giving you advice, you know, coming from the same that, place where yeah. you've just come from. Yeah. So that's interesting. And they all mean the best. Um, so I was really lucky, actually. I, I have a best friend who is also widowed and we, by some fortunate yeah. event, but not so, you know what I mean, like serendipitous, really, we ended up yes. buying houses next to each other. So she was living on the Sunshine Coast. I was in New Zealand. We both bought townhouses next to each other. What? And yeah, we both lost our husbands. Did she you just find that or did that happen? No, that happened. What? That's crazy. Yeah, so we, we we call ourselves soul sisters. And so she's a little bit ahead of me. She, her husband passed away about two years before mine did. So she had started dating and she'd had a, a relationship and things like that. And she said to me, girlfriend, you need to get out there and start meeting some people. You're in a new country. Why don't you give it a go? So that was the very beginning of my adventure. And I'm like very lucky that I have her is my Absolutely. sounding board. Kind of like um, a sign from heaven or something, like she was sent to you on purpose, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. And we um, are kindred spirits. You know, we're quite different people, actually. We look different. We are different personality-wise, but we're just perfect together. And we always said we wish that we were into women because we would get married, but we're not. That would be easier, wouldn't it? That would be just be so much easier. Yes. <laughs> And she wouldn't steal my clothes. She's a totally different size to me. But anyway, we had so many laughs. And so she helped me with my profile and showing me how it all worked. And so that's how I first got introduced to internet, like online dating. Okay, um, so she was like, all right, um, today's world, you know, it's not like your 20s. You don't go down to the pub. We go online instead. Or did you try a bit of both? We actually did a lot of both. So the two of us always had a monthly night out together. So um, my daughter's old enough to babysit. So she babysitted my friend's children and um, the two of us would go out anyway for dinner and dancing and have a great time actually. So we did meet a lot of guys that way. But I think internet dating, you're filtering specifically on what you're looking for. You're trying to attract and, you know, um, almost repel the people that you don't want to be with and try and have a better chance of finding the person that you do want to be with. Um, but it's luck of the draw either way. That's what I've worked out. So um, the first date that I had actually was a total disaster. I left my phone in the Uber. And the guy that I was with freaked out. Um, he was a dentist actually and he was very... Um, you know, quite a structured sort of guy and he couldn't handle the fact I was so relaxed that my phone had just gone off on an Uber. And I said, that's right. Yeah, you got to see, you know, like Stress. what it would be like in a stressful situation, huh? Yeah, and he said, you're way too relaxed. And I said, well, look, I've dealt with way worse things in my life than leaving my phone in the Uber. So that was a really good first date, actually. Um, and then after that, I sort of dated different guys. It's really weird. I'd sort of put out there, look, next I want to meet somebody like this. And then that person would actually come along. So every single guy I dated was so different. No one's comparable at all. And I dated, yeah, the next guy after that, I dated for a little bit longer. And um, he was a really interesting guy. He 
came from the same country as me, lived in Australia for a long time, but he um, said to me after we dated for a while, look, you're not actually normally physically the same type of woman that I'd normally go for. And he had a bit of a chat with me one day, I noticed he was a bit quiet and he said, you know, you know, if you're willing to get a trainer and work out for three months, maybe we could take a break and I'll give you a call in three months. Serious. Man, I remember the first, like when you told me that story at first and I was like, what an asshole. Total like, asshole. My mum had actually the C word for this guy and she never swears. So there you go. I, <laughs> she was like, what a yeah. C word. And I was like, hmm, interesting mum, but yeah. So... And this is funny, this this is the guy also, he took me out on a date once and we were out near a pier and he said, oh, I'm just going to go over here and take a look at the view. And then he let out this giant fart, which I could hear. Oh, no. So this is like, so how far away was he? Oh, like, oh, probably like four metres away. <laughs> and Eddie looked at me and I said, and he goes, oh, did you hear that? And I'm like, I could taste that. No, I just oh. didn't hear that. <laughs> yes. He was revolting. And so That's I went, okay. so revolting. Like, so how long did you date him for? And how long did you date him after the fart? Oh, after the fart, gone, burger. Yeah. What no, was thanks, done? Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, you got to wait a few years. <laughs> Even then, I'm like, oh, don't really like it. It's just incredible. I thought to myself, you're a guy that told me to go on and prove myself to be better for you. Yeah. When actually, I'm enough how I am. If you don't like how I am, I'm actually okay with that. Mm. But yet, look at how you behave. And so. This so is was, the thing with did dating. Did you have a conversation with you before the fart or after the fart? Yeah, it's before important. the fart. Yeah. Before the fart. Okay. He had that conversation with you. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Thank you. Next. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, and then after that, yeah. So I dated a quite a few different guys, and what I um, worked out is a lot of the guys were recently out of marriages, like within six months. Right. I was a year and a half, almost two years. Yep. So out of done, my marriage so done some work yeah yeah I did some work I focused on myself I wanted to process everything that had happened but I was also coming from a very different place right a lot of these men um we're still going through financial separation custody arrangements with their children with their ex-partners um you know their ex-partners found them on tinder or somewhere because they were obviously on there too so yeah. there was a lot of conflict um I dated one guy for four months, actually, who I really liked, but his ex-wife was sending, you know, horrible messages about me. She had a friend that saw us out somewhere and took a photo, and I was like, this is really weird. Like, I don't have this kind of drama in my life. Um, yeah, well, you don't, yeah. And I came from a place of being loved, so I wasn't from a relationship that broke down because I didn't want to be with somebody. Um, and that's a really different mindset. So I was super confident and I thought I was an amazing catch. I'm a great woman. I was married for 15 years, you know. My husband would happily write me a reference, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if he and everyone else too, yeah. 
And so to meet these guys where they had such a terrible impression of women was really yeah. challenging for me. I was like thinking, yeah, well, you have your differences, but where's the maturity? And there's so much anger and um, it really was quite difficult. And so what I decided off the back of that was I wouldn't date anybody who hasn't got custody arrangements in place, doesn't mm. have their financial settlement completed, isn't living in their own place you know not necessarily owning their own place but you know that sort of thing the other thing I came across was a lot of men really intimidated by my career and you and I talked about this last time you know yes. you, you know women yeah yes I've got and a friend um, that is afraid to tell the, a guy when she first meets them and she's in um, she's nearly 40 um, but she yeah she's single and she is afraid to tell a man her occupation which is a doctor and she's a specialist as well so she sort of holds back for a little while because they get intimidated and they and I agree I see why people do that and isn't that sad as a woman you should be able to own who you are because that's what makes you um attractive I guess but also it's authentic you know and so a lot of people don't authentically date they lie about their age um whether they've got children or not what they do for a living um I had, I've had several men say to me, oh, you've got way more money than me. I don't feel comfortable with that at all. Okay, yep. So I thought, well, I haven't been through a divorce and lost half of everything. Yeah. yeah so okay. people have got to understand that. Um, yeah. And I've obviously invested in property and done other things, which I think is clever. Why would you not want to be someone who's clever? But you see, it's just yeah. because they're not the right person. And that's the whole thing. I out of all of this i've realized you remember the movie runaway bride with julia roberts and richard yeah, Gere? it's yeah. such a great yeah. movie and she has this whole thing about eventually working out what types of eggs she wants for breakfast in the morning because every partner she had she would just eat what they had yeah okay like making the decision on, on based on them correct and so that happens when you start dating You'll mold yourself to try and fit in with somebody else and work out, you'll try it on and go, is this the sort of guy I can imagine myself with? And, you know, this is what he likes to do. Do I like doing that too? And at the end of it, I thought, you know what? I need to work out what I, who I am dating. Oh, and I think women in their 40s or late in like 30s, like, you know, um, 35 and onwards, they want that instead, but when we're in our 20s and stuff, we're conditioned. I think as we were growing up as we as girls, we were conditioned to mold and bend and shape if you want to be in a relationship. And we talked about this before as well. Like, um, you know, the most important thing at one stage was getting a boyfriend. Me and my girlfriend talked about this the other day. We're both married with children, but we talked about this the other day. Like, wow, when we were 18, 19, why did we think it was so important to have a boyfriend? Like we should have just been having so much fun with our friends and 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 finding out who we were. Absolutely. And this whole adventure of doing this, right? You know, yeah. I look around and I see people who meet, you know, single women meet guys and end up in relationships really quickly. And I think, well, why why have I not met somebody? And then I think, actually, I could have had relationships with five people I dated. Yeah. But I actually chose not to. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. I, when I did that work on myself, I actually wrote a bit of a manifestation man list. And the reason why I did that was I actually Manifestation did that. man list. I love that. 
It is so good and I think yeah. it works and I'll tell you why. So before I met my husband Mike, I wrote down, I would have been about 22 and my mum is all into Louise Hayes and every book under the sun. So when I was a teenager, I grew up on that stuff. And she would give them to me to read in my 20s in particular. Yep. So she gave me this book and it had a big impact. And I wrote on a piece of paper with like a highlighter from work. I think <laughs> all the things I was looking for in a partner because I really yep. wanted to meet someone. And I put it behind a photo in my bedroom. And then years later, like probably about two years later, three years later, I was living with my husband and we were just living together at that stage. And I opened the back of the photo and there was a list and I'd completely forgotten all about it wow. and on the list he was everything on the list there you go it's the power of manifestation so you can extend it now you should write up a manifestation man list I mean I might even help you out there like at the end of this <laughs> a how to how to do it we should definitely a how do that. To write a manifestation Be man list because it's it does help when you're dating because you can go back to that list and benchmark off it. And I know that sounds really dry. However, when you get physically involved with somebody, mm. it completely changes your perspective on everything. So um, before I started dating, I wrote this list. And every time I date someone now, I kind of go back to the list and go, you know, is this what I'm looking for? And some of the things that I think are not helpful, I have seen a lot of lists around how tall somebody is what color hair they have what color eyes they have really what's missing off that list is how somebody will make you feel mm, definitely like if there's there's their instant attraction or there's that attraction there do they make you feel comfortable to be yourself to open up but yeah the connection is their connection yeah, yeah can you have fun can you talk so there is a wow, thing that i've yeah. learned so if you don't um, see yourself having 10,000 dinners with somebody so could you yeah. think about that if you met somebody oh could I have 10,000 dinners with this guy That's a good one. if it's if it's a no if it's then they're not for you yeah. so if you're dating someone for two or three months and you can't even think about the concept of that there's yeah. a reason for that. Sure. And I think we all need to be a little bit more picky like that when, when you know, when you are dating. Now, let's um, let's talk about like the physical stuff, all right? So, um, you know, how long did you wait? Or did you, you know, do you have a, a first date, like a, you know, third date rule and all that kind of thing? So in your foot, say in your 20s, you know, girls talk about, oh, I don't, I don't kiss or I don't, you know, um, we don't have sex or anything until the third date. Like rules like that. Do you have rules like that when you're dating? I made my rules up as I went okay. along, which is really interesting. So I've learned a lot from those and I started off very platonic and then I worked out physical traction is a big thing and at making sure that you're physically compatible at our age is a really important thing, right? Because you have to have that connection, the intimacy and the connection. So, is that harder? Would you say it's harder? Um, I think it is because there's so much other stuff going on. When you're in your 20s, right, you're just looking to mate and have children sure. and build a life sure. yeah the hormones are raging and that's what you're looking for when you already have children 
and you have a mortgage and you have a job and some people have ex-partners and stresses yeah yep. you know sometimes it's just a physical release i think it's different you're not looking for the fairy tale sometimes or you are so you've got to work that out as you go um and for me i was intimate with different people because i wanted to make sure it all worked for a start and that i hadn't forgotten anything because <laughs> i think you do need to get some confidence back and yeah, I, yeah, so have watching a bit this. Of a trial and a warm-up and a... Yeah, and, and I think the key for that is, is to not take it too seriously, right? If yeah. you want to do that, that's sure. your business. You don't have to tell people, don't even tell your friends about it. Just do what you want to do. And if you have a connection with somebody at the time, just because you have that, it doesn't mean they want to have a relationship with you. Mm. You really have to be clear about that in your mind. You kind of have to put a little bit of a wall up, right? I think so. I think you I think you have to be emotionally responsible. Yeah. That's my biggest thing, right? Yeah. Don't overinvest in somebody. You've got to let them invest in you. The physical thing is just the physical thing. Yeah. Until it becomes more than that. So, you know, being intimate with someone, don't hope they're gonna have a relationship with you because they may not. Yeah. And be cool with that. Otherwise don't do it if you yeah. can't. Sure. And I think that that's that's things that we're wiser when we're older with that. Yeah. Yeah. And what was it like for you the first time? The first time that you were intimate with somebody else um, after your after your husband? You know, it was really great at the time and then afterwards it hit me like a ton of bricks, honestly. I, I was felt really guilty. I felt like I cheated on my husband. Um, he told me to go out and find a hot stud and have fun and you know, we we were best friends, so you know, he he wanted me to be happy and he, you know, towards the end of our relationship, we couldn't have intimacy for years because he was unwell. Um, and he knows I'm a sexual woman and that's just how I am. That's part of physical touch is probably one of my love languages pretty high up. So yeah. I need that physical contact. Um, yeah, but for me, and it was also, it's really interesting. You're almost kind of trying to hide all the bits that you don't want someone to see. And men are very visual, so they like to have lights on or curtains open or in the middle of the day. And often when you've got children, you're not like having this big romantic candlelit, you oh, know, yeah, no, session. The day. Yeah, it's kind of like just whenever you can get the time and when it, it might not be like the, the you know, the most romantic the situation. And you've got a day yeah. off work. <laughs> But it's super hot. It can be super hot. But I think body confidence is everything. So if you don't have it, and I'll, one guy I dated, actually, I sound like I've dated a lot of guys. I haven't dated like 50 guys, everyone. It's, it just yeah. sounds like that. Yeah. Um, I dated one guy and he said to me, you know, I noticed that you were a little bit self-conscious about a few things. And he said, I just wanted to let you know that I actually didn't notice that until you pretty much pointed it out to me. Yeah, yeah. And then so I couldn't unsee it, you know. How kind guys are not attention to detail. Yeah. Until you point something okay. out. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And so although we freak out and we think oh, all these things about our bodies, because women do, you know, um men don't see it nah. at all. They really don't. So my advice is get into it and do it. And so was it. that the first time that you were intimate is where you tried to hide things and, and he noticed no. that or was it further down the track? 
further down the track actually and it was after that guy commented about my body not being up to scratch because oh, honestly before that I thought I had an amazing body I'm curvy but I was very fit at the time and I thought you know what I feel great if my husband was alive he'd be chasing me around the place pitching my bum and grabbing everything and this guy actually I didn't realize at the time he had an impact on me so literally the last the two or three guys after that I was a little bit self-conscious and um it took you know I had to work on that and I had to work out why did that really trigger me yeah. why do I care about what that guy said yeah um, that's what I was gonna say why did it matter what one person says but you know like we like we know people can say 20 positive things about us but one person says something negative and it's stuck in our head and we obsess over it Totally. And the thing is too, I had started to put on a little bit of weight after that, just due to so many different things, COVID, not being vaccinated, couldn't get to the gym, renovating, working full-time virtually, like long hours, having a child. And I just had to accept that, you know what, I'm not perfect at the moment. Um, And that's okay. And I'm working on it and I will get it back and I'll be snatched everywhere. But in the meantime, if I choose to be intimate with somebody, then I've got to then accept that this is how my body is. Yeah. Yeah. I found that organically dating for me was a lot less pressure because somebody had actually physically seen me first. Yes. So organically, you mean by going out somewhere? Yeah, meeting someone through, you know, an event or a friend or work or whatever but they've actually seen you and then they become interested in you. Opposed to internet dating where they see all these photos and you know they build up, honestly, a story in their heads about what you're like. Yeah. And then you meet them and you're, you know, if you don't have enough photos to show people what you actually look like, they can um, have a distorted view of you and you turn up and they're like, oh, you're not what I thought you were or, or whatever so you've got to what be about really careful you the same note do you like do you you know create a story about what this person may be like and and then when you meet them have you ever gone oh you look different from your photos or i've only had yeah i've only had that once actually yep yeah i think i'm just because of my career i'm really good at screening people so <laughs> If I'm talking to people, I'll ask them, you know, a reasonable amount of questions to kind of get an idea of what they're interested in and what they're looking for and all that sort of thing. And I always do a phone call. I do a phone call for like 10, 15 minutes. I've heard of this. It's it's like what we call it. We laugh about it. It's like a pre-qualification, like a a pre-qualified call. And my friend does it as well now. She'll get on the phone for five, you know, five minutes or something. She might have a series of questions. (laughs) And then... And um, she'll be able to tell, like, by the voice and what they say, where she goes, yeah, or, okay, you know, I might give this a shot. Exactly. Because, you know, the reason why it's good to do that is you don't want to be sitting across having a coffee or a glass of wine or dinner with somebody yeah. and there's no chemistry, even just as a friend, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So as a bit it's, of a waste of time. It's a huge, and it's a waste of their time too. And people... Yeah invest i also learned another really key thing don't message too much and forge this really strong connection because when you do meet somebody if the chemistry is not there somebody will get hurt yeah it'll be you or be them so okay so 
you you just message like basic communication yeah just you just want to create a connection with them on a friendship level first um a lot of guys will try and get sexual like when i especially tinder like we can talk about all the different dating sites in a second yeah 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 so they are all very different yeah so sexting so they're already trying to um, to do some sex before they uh, they dick pics yeah let's talk about these dick pics i've only ever received one dick pic in my life and (laughs) and and i was like why (laughs) how many have you received oh lots and lots and lots and lots and not just through dating online like um so obviously when i do coaching and things like that online i get so many of them and so i was kind of known through my friends who are also online coaches i'm like the coach with the dick pics everybody knows (laughs) like what you're getting dick pics and i'm not like yeah why why? yeah what are you why what's wrong with me like and i was like hey look you can have them (laughs) i will zip those photos up and i'll send you the whole thing but yes some of the dicks didn't match the people either which was quite funny they didn't they didn't no match the no i was like the carpet doesn't match the curtains at all yeah. and so not- that's the thing too you gotta wonder are they getting one off the internet and there's posting you know like people can just grab a photo off the internet and say hey this is me they can also do that with dicks now right totally i've had videos i've had guys send me videos of all sorts of things it's just horrendous videos? So- yeah. What kind of videos are they sending you? Uh, videos of them having fun with themselves. <gasps> and I had no idea, like, you'll open it up and you'll be like, oh, my God. Is this, on, like, is this on WhatsApp? Because I've heard about this on WhatsApp and someone, one of my friends, she's, um, she's, oh, she's not single anymore, sorry. But, yeah, she was on WhatsApp and she deleted it because she got a video like that. Yes, it does come through there any channel sometimes they'll if you exchange numbers with them they would do that or messenger they'll send it on messenger yeah messenger on facebook yeah 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 so you just have to be aware of that sort of stuff you know look that sort of stuff does happen between people so if you're dating somebody and you want to do that that's between the two of you um, however, there's a lot of unsolicited stuff like that that comes through. So it's worth a laugh, you know. Yeah. Have you ever been tempted to save it and post it? <laughs> Send them sure to you, that and you can post them. Someone would, would, you know, know them and it could go viral. Like. I just, I would hate that. And I, my top tip is if you are going to send anything like that, never put your face in it. You're gonna send your boobs to someone, or you're gonna send anything like that. Don't put your face in anything. Never. Yeah. Because it could come back and haunt you at some point. So. And the same you know, as people- Snapchat and things that are like you know deleted after a minute or so. Like it's quite easy to to snapshot. And- Oh, exactly. So you've got to be savvy about these types of things and it's easy to get drawn into all that stuff when it's all new and you're trying to find yourself and you're thinking about your sexuality again and you haven't for like 10 years probably or 15, 20 years, you know, there's all these things that come up that when you're 20, you probably would have done. When you're in your 40s 
you've got kids in the background or someone knocking on the door for something yeah. mom you know yeah. you're probably not gonna want to do that or if you do just be smart about it and so um what are the what are the things that you've learned um over this year of dating it was a year right yeah yeah so i haven't been dating actually for since probably about april this year properly i actually did meet someone organically that i was dating on and off for quite a long time actually probably about eight months so i took a break so the thing i learned about dating if you're gonna do online dating only do it for three to four months at a time because okay. the people on there <clears throat> pretty much are the same you could go on and off for a year and there'll still be sometimes the same people on there um, you're not necessarily, you're going to meet the best people first, probably in the first, you know, six to eight weeks. Mm -hmm. After that, it can just be a lot of the people that you're not interested in. Um, if you're doing internet dating, make sure that you write a profile that's really authentic and say very straight up what you're looking for. Um, because you want to repel the people that you don't want to date and you want to attract the people that you are. So be really clever. If you're not getting, um, you know, many people messaging you, look at what you've written and change it because it takes a few times to refine it. It's like a second job, I tell you. Um, oh, yeah, I can, like, yeah. that's what it sounds like to me, like writing up a resume kind of thing and, yeah. yeah. You just, you know, and people never know what to write. So get your friends to help you write it and make it funny and fun, but, you know, also include what's important. Go for coffees and drinks with people. I wouldn't do a dinner straight away because you're invested in an hour to two hours. And like, if there's no connection, it's that's really hard amount yeah, of time to... Yeah. I mean, you could do always do like the emergency call or something like... <laughs> well, we have out. a code called Peaches. So if you text Peaches, one of the girls will call you yeah. and say that your child is sick. Yeah. Yeah. So that is like a, a tip, right? Yes. And, you know, don't go to people's houses. Make sure you meet them in public and things like that because they will invite you. They will invite you to... And that's a booty call. That's not um, a yeah, a movie, a mo like a, a movie, like Netflix, Netflix and chill. And chill. Yeah. Well, I never knew what that was. I had to learn what that meant. I thought that actually meant watch the Netflix because yeah, like I watch a movie and you know, like it, like obviously they're trying to like if something happens after the movie or something. But I I learned that just the other day that net, what Netflix actually means. There you go. <laughs> I see. No, it's wasted on all of us. We have no idea. Um, the other so, thing too. Yeah, go. Oh no, I was just gonna say with online. There's a lot of online dating tips as well. Yes. I reckon find some one person. And so I follow Matthew Hussey. He's a British guy. He gives really good dating advice, actually. There's not a lot of coaches or online dating stuff for people in their 40s. It's all 20s, you know, and yeah, there's not that much. So just try and find someone credible and just follow one person or two people, like not. So there's everything. dating coaches out there is what you're saying, um, like on Instagram. Yeah, Facebook, oh. Instagram. Yeah, they yeah. have blogs, a lot of them. Yeah. So Matthew Hussey is the one that I found that has really good advice and he has psychology behind it as well. So he gives some really good tips and, and tricks. And yeah. 
and does Thanks it come from you. my personal experience and stuff mm-hmm. because i feel yeah. that this these kinds of um things like coaches online coaches and stuff whatever it is they have to have some kind of experience you know like you can go to a really fully a fully qualified psychologist or something that they've done all the the work on paper but have they had the life experience to be able to you know help you and your your individual problems you know or issues that you're having or well there's a lot of dating coaches who are single so that to me Mm. and they haven't ever been married for a long time either and that's I don't think that's overly helpful for people of our age, you know. Yeah, is it just about dating or are they trying to help people get into long-term relationships? Because there could be either either. It's like how to play the game or, you know, like <laughs> there could be really? all kinds of things. I remember that movie Hitch. <laughs> I love that movie. It's actually... Yeah, how to get the girl or how to get the girl, like, you know, because you're in love with her or, you know, you want a relationship. Like there can be, it can be one for, for each of those. So it's really interesting that you say that. It reminds me of all the things I've read about this. If you, I'm going to teach you how to uh, send the most amazing text messages so he will fall in love with you. And it's like, oh, if you yeah. can't see those things come up, yeah. And it's very um, manipulating, quite polarizing. If you can't yeah. just be yourself with somebody yeah. and that's enough, then yeah. they're not the right person for you. Yeah. That sounds so brutal, but it really is the truth, you know? Yeah. don't be emotionally responsible like if someone is not vibing with you you've just got to move on and it's not personal like you talk about doing the work first you've done some work like over that year and a half you wanted to heal like feel and heal and 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 process things that have happened to you before you go out there so that's like another tip I suppose from you is that you need to do the work first before you start dating because it's not fair to the other person um, you know, on yeah, the- and we're time poor, right? So you don't want to yeah. spend all your time learning while you're dating. Yeah. Um, and there's a certain element of that too, right? So you've got to realize also if you get your heart broken and you put yourself out there, you're going to be fine. Yes. You're going to feel terrible for a week or two weeks or three days or however long it takes. That you will bounce back. Yeah. If you, know, you have to work on yourself yeah. and that love, like we talked about before we hit record button, like we're both wearing pink today and that unconditional okay. love for yourself, no matter what, like, you know, you have a, a dickhead guy say something about you and your body, but you love you, you know, like that if you've done the work on yourself and you love yourself, then you can brush that kind of stuff off. Absolutely. And the other thing too I learned is, you know, I started dating multiple guys, like coffees and a glass of wine, and not being intimate with them. Yeah. It was really hard to juggle that because their personalities and their lives almost mesh together. You can't really get a true sense of somebody. So when you come across someone you really like, no matter, it doesn't matter whether they're dating multiple people, but for yourself, it's a good idea not to. Just date them. That, that's your rule, is that you just date one at yeah. a time? I do now. I'll I'll talk to multiple people if I was, you know, internet dating. Organically, it's a bit different because you only meet really one person at a time, you see. But I really think that's important. Um, You just need the space to get to know somebody and pick up, you know, what they're like and have time to ask them questions and just everything resonates a bit more rather than juggling guys. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, juggling guys. Have you done that before though? You've juggled? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. you 
that was just a bit too much for you? Oh, I should have known because in my 20s, I flattered with three girls, right? And we lived in an amazing um, sort of townhouse right in the city. And which they said to me, oh, you, I came from a small town. They said, oh, you need to go out and date. And I went, oh, okay, all right. So I did, and I was dating about three guys at one time, platonically, going out for dinners and things like that. And they said, oh, how's the dating going? How many dates have you got? At five dates lined up this week. And they're like, <laughs> we just met one guy, five. You're such an overachiever. I was like, I just, you know, wanted to try it out. Yeah, yeah. That was complicated. The same thing happened. In my 40s, the same thing. Just too many at once is not a good thing at all. It, you don't have time for it either. And it's hard to keep up with everybody's individual lives and their situations and backgrounds, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, and if you become more attracted to one over the others, that changes everything too. So to make yeah. that kind of that decision there so yeah. let's talk about the um actual dating apps what are they like i mean i only really know tinder and i think i've heard of bumble or something but i also don't know like so the other day when we were watching there was an ad that came up about oh no some there was an ad and and the chick on the ad said i think it might have been for love boat or something and it was oh if i met him in person i would have swiped right so is it you swipe left or right if you like them? Like It's left if you don't, if you're not interested and right confirmed. Right. So that's, you can accidentally do that. I've accidentally swiped on people before and matched with them. And then they oh. message me and I'm like, oh. Yep, sorry, didn't actually like you. Sorry. You, you seem lovely, but no, thank you. My finger, my finger slipped. <laughs> so there's Tinder. There's Bumble, which Bumble's such a terrible name. It doesn't yes, really Tinder, say. Is it more of a, I found that Tinder, it seems like more of a hookup. Is that right? I've heard that it's more of a hookup than a relation, looking for relationships. True or not? What? No, I don't think so, to okay. be fair. I think it's it is a mixture. So if you could imagine this, Tinder is like every bar in Australia in one city. Okay. So when you go into Tinder, you're seeing the mass population. So if I put my profile up, I would have over a thousand likes in a day from guys. So I've got to flick through a thousand profiles and read and, and then every day. So you've got every type of person wow. is on is on Tinder. They could be a farmer, they could be an electrician, they could be a businessman, they could be Can you put your area in or Yeah, even that though. So like even Brisbane or Queensland. Yeah. Yep. has a massive there's a lot of people on there right yeah. and you can put in your age demographic you can put everything yep. in but you can't filter by profession or physical attributes or anything <laughs> like that you can yeah. just say no smoker religion all these other things right yeah yep. so that's tinder bumble tends to be a different kind of platform so on tinder guys can message you you can message them you can like them they can like you bumble you can like people they can like you but you as a woman have to respond first and you have 24 hours to do that so what i find is a lot of guys on bumble will match with lots of women yeah anyone everyone because it takes so long for some women to come back to them yeah so um and there's a mixture there's some of the guys on tinder are on bumble and then they're also on hinge so hinge is the other one which is kind of like an emerging app that's my favorite one i would say yeah hinge yep. yeah 
So the reason why I like that one is you can put up a video, you can put your favourite music on there. It actually prompts you to ask really cool questions. You know, what's the craziest thing you've ever done or... You know, it really is more personality focused. Yeah, yeah, getting yeah. to know the actual person. Oh, hey, I'm like, yeah, I'm into that too. And, and it just seems to be a different demographic of person on there. Um, and for me, I like guys who, you know, are professional or successful, that sort of thing. They tend to be on that app more and also on, on Bumble. Yeah. I was going to ask, like, is Tinder and Bumble more of like the 20s people or is ever? Every, yeah, everyone still, yeah. but just everyone. Yeah. Whereas Hinge seems to be a bit more professional, creative. Sophisticated, a little bit more class. Yeah. yeah, I would say so. I would say so. I've met some lovely guys on Hinge actually. Yeah, really lovely guys. And they have they've had their lives, they've had their shit together a bit more, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. So I would yeah. say that the Hinge is a little bit more of the classy, the, yeah, there's the, um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. More and yeah, there's less people on there though. So you you'll meet someone within four to six weeks after that. It just, they have a different algorithm with that one where they match you with who they think is best for you based on who you've matched with, and they all do that to a degree. But you can miss out on people on Hinge, like they won't come up through your feed. The other thing is a lot of people lie about their age. I don't, I put my actual age, but what I worked out, so I'm 46 now. Um, I know I look 30, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> you look fantastic. Your skin is beautiful. You should, oh, thank yeah. you. Guys my age though are looking for women who are at least seven to 10 years younger than them. Mm -hmm. So I get a lot of guys in their early 50s to mid 50s who to me look really old. Yeah. Okay. I haven't found a fit, young-minded guy that fits. And I'm open to different ages. Like, I'll date slightly younger and older, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So that's the other thing in your 40s. You know, you can... So I've got girlfriends that are on there who lie about their age. They say they're five years younger than they actually are. But yeah, um, but that happens even before internet dating. I've had guys lie to me about their age before as well. Like, um, and I just think, why? Like, you're going to find out eventually, or is it just for a hookup? Like, if you, you know, if you want to lie about your age just for a hookup, yeah. It's just, it's a funny thing. I think people just get really sensitive, but guys do it too. So it's not just the woman. Oh, yeah, Men yeah, yeah. It. Yeah. Men, yeah. So, like, yeah, I've got a friend that he says he's a lot younger than he is, and he looks the age he says he is. He's very young looking. Yeah. So that's why um, he obviously. Yeah. And he, yeah. he wants to date someone younger. Um, but that's yeah so that's another thing to look out for so the apps are all really good I just feel like you still have to try and be authentic don't play the game mm, mm, yeah yeah just, like we're, yeah, we're a bit beyond the games now yeah just be who you are and be straight up and be brutal like if people are not fitting into um, you know what you're looking for say thanks you've seen really lovely but no like I'm not feeling this or I'm looking for something different and say it quickly don't ghost people kind of treat people how you would 
want to be treated yourself. Yes, that's how and I would in, say. And in person as well. Um, there's a really great reel that's gone around, and it would be if people acted the way that they act on, um, uh, like on on you know online on social media, right? And it's so funny. There's like one. There's two people sitting across from each other, and like um, one would just like ignore what he said, you know. Like, you know how people ghost? So that's like the ghosting and <laughs> and then the emoji faces. So that the one person would say something and he would <laughs> like emoji and oh, it's such a great reel. So yeah, it's a good tip, right? Is like act as if you are interacting with them in a, a person, like in a personable way. Yeah, and if you want to really have a relationship with someone, don't hook up with them. Yeah. Don't, you know, go for like what people describe as the high value dates. Like, you know, and don't play the games around treat them mean, keep them keen. You know, we were sort of taught that all in your 20s, you know, that all that methodology. If you want to text message someone, message them. Mm. Um, You know, if you have an issue with someone. Don't get a response, take it as a clear sign and move on. Yeah, the the best things I've I've seen out there is if someone is into you, they will make you know that Definitely. they're into you. Just about to talk about that. He's just not that into you, or she's just not that into you. They'll make clear signs. If not, just move along. Yeah, and it's not personal. They don't know you that well. You know, it'd be a bit different if it was someone you'd been with for six months and they started ghosting you. You know. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing too, just back to organic dating. So this is a difference, right, between internet dating and organic dating. Organic dating, you're meeting them in person. Often you're starting out as friends. Like how do you go from being friends to being intimate or something more? Even though you have a great connection, you have heaps in common, that's really hard. I've found, I've struggled with that the most, I would say. the first move? kind of thing yeah because men won't they won't do it no they don't now because you know of everything that's happened around the world with men you know physically and all of that kind of thing yeah yeah so they won't do it now first thing i thought of when you said that they won't do it now yeah yeah so as a woman does that mean that you have to put yourself more out there so everybody talks about the masculine man and this is what you need to look for and as a woman, you can't be assertive. You have to let the man show the interest, and you know it's a lot. It's a oh, lot to consider. It's yeah, like, how about you just, yeah, make a move on someone. You have to make it really clear, I think, to someone that you're into them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, what would you do if you, you know, what would be be a message to make it really clear, like that you would, you know, kind of, um, you know, make the touchy touchy or. I think so. I think just a little bit of physical contact, hand, or you know, ha- touching hands, or ha- you just need to see how they physically respond around yeah. you. Yeah. You know, if they want to be in your personal space as well, I find that if they physically connect with you, they will want to be close to you or, or whatever. Um, you can actually just say to them too, like, I think if you spend enough time with someone, like four or five times that you see them, yeah. Um, you can say to them, hey, look, right, you're actually pretty cool. I, yeah. I didn't expect, yeah, I'm super into you. I just thought I'd yeah. let you know that. It's fine if you don't feel the same way. And I know a lot of women will be like, oh, really? Can no, 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 this is important. No, this is important because um, I pulled a card today uh, and one of them was uh, communication. So ah. I think 
nailed the um yeah you just nailed the message here today was i think yeah like if men are worried about um making a move and and you know vice versa or whatever i think we all have to be open like you're talking about being open and authentic and put um putting it out there so yeah you do if you have a couple of dates and you say look i'm into you are you into me like because you don't have a lot of time to waste or you don't want to waste time i think that's yeah. a really like communication be open and then the other person Ooh. has an opportunity to say you know what nah like you know i just uh, I, I just see you as a friend or you know what yeah i feel the same no games exactly no games and communicate everyone communicate more physical it's not you know physical is a good way to communicate like you say though with consent right that's what everybody's concerned about now yeah so, so that's why we're you talking to about use your words use your words yeah don't worry about like the um you know oh is he touching me or is he getting in my space and stuff maybe we need to not worry about that maybe we need to all just be so frank with each other and say hey like this is what i feel how about you if not thanks you know move along if so great and you know you staying friends this is the other thing i've i've met a lot of guys who i've developed great friendships with yeah however i've just held a lot of friendships because what i realized is there's still a connection there whether we're friends or not and that's taking up space in my life you know yeah still messaging they're still interested in what i'm up to and how i'm feeling and what i'm going through yeah. um how's your work how's your daughter how's everything you know and you're still connected in that way i have found it really freeing to say you know what if you don't want to take me out on a date and this isn't romantic yeah. i've got an amazing circle of friends yeah yeah yeah. i, and I, I really more friends yeah and i really care about you as a person but if unless we're dating you know call me if you want to take me on a date <laughs> yeah i love that that's great so i think to um to wrap up this whole like conversation today is about the communication and being openness and being um being open and authentic um yeah going into this this dating world yes. and not take it too seriously maybe absolutely and it takes time hey it's yeah. not a race it, you can't rush it and I am the world's most impatient person. I would love to meet the man of my dreams now and be married and, you know, have someone to hug and love every day and do cool stuff with. It's just not that easy when you're in your 40s. Yeah. And, that, and that's okay. It just takes time. Let's finish it off with your manifestation man list. What's, what's on there? <laughs> well, it's changed a few times. So it started, I'll keep it very brief though. It started off being... I wanted a man that I could travel with, a man who was entrepreneurial, a man who I liked a bit of a silver fox, you know, oh, and someone that's raised in there, yeah. Yeah. Somebody that's very fit because I want to have a lifestyle like that. So I want to be with somebody that has that in their world. Even though I'm not a hundred percent there, it's aspirational, right? I'm looking for someone to build a life with someone who's creative. Now creativity is the one thing that I can't negotiate on because I I want someone I can design things with and discuss things and you know yeah um, yeah connect with that sort of passion yeah because that's a big part of who I am um what, what else was on my list yeah someone who obviously has a career and loves people kind but it was more about how someone makes me feel so I wanted someone who sees me and knows the things that make me amazing and how I can make them feel amazing about themselves too. So you're stronger together like that kind Someone of connection. That, 
you lift each other up. You lift each other up and yeah. you and want that other person to be better. So you support them. Yeah, I get that. And someone into personal growth, you know, and the big thing for me is believing in something that's bigger than yourself. So whatever that means for that person, it might not be something specifically like religion or spirituality, but something that's important to them. Yeah. 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 So that's my list. Handsome, funny, kind, you know. Yeah. Driven. Just what every woman wants. Driven. Yeah. Yeah. So I I am attracting those men, mm-hmm. which is great. I think sometimes maybe I'm just not quite ready. I don't know. I'm waiting for someone just to come along and I was gonna say, like when you are ready, then that'll happen, I think. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out. We've had a, a really long conversation about it and I've, I've loved it. It's been um, so uh, enlightening and and also like humorous. So I want to thank you for being so open and vulnerable as well. Well, thanks for having me. And I just hope that there'll be women out there that will get something out of it. And just to know that they're not alone. We all go through this. So thank you so much. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hey Mama. You can find all the relevant links, including socials, in the description section of this podcast. If you want to find out more information about how I can help you build your best body after babies, then visit my website, www.thefitmummethod.com for more info. Lastly, before you leave here today, if you've enjoyed listening, then please subscribe and share so you can help me to reach out to those mamas that also need to listen too.